You're listening to Ted Shuttlesworth's Faith Alive Network, spreading the healing gospel of Christ to our world. Thank you, Brother Steve. This is Brother Shuttlesworth, and I want to welcome you to today's podcast. The Bible says, faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. And you're going to be blessed as you listen today. Go with me now into a live service. Exodus chapter 15, and I'm reading from just one verse of Scripture. Exodus 15, verse 26. God speaking to Moses. The Lord has showed him a tree that if he would cast into the waters there at Merah, it would make the waters sweet. And when Moses obeyed God, God gave him this ordinance. And it was a commandment. He proved them there. Verse 26, and he said, If thou wilt diligently hearken to the voice of the Lord thy God, and will do that which is right in his sight, and will give ear to his commandments, and keep all his statutes. I will put none of these diseases upon thee, which I have brought or allowed upon the Egyptians, for I am the Lord that healeth thee. Can you say praise God? And then turn over into the New Testament to the Gospel of Luke, if you will. And I want to read to you a passage of Scripture found in the Gospel of Luke. Hallelujah. Because what God was doing for the people here at the waters of Merah, God was still doing through Jesus. In Luke chapter 13, the Bible tells us there were present at that season some that told him of the Galileans whose blood Pilate had mingled with their sacrifices. And Jesus answering said unto them, Suppose ye that these Galileans were sinners above all the Galileans, because they suffered such things? I tell you, no. But except you repent, ye shall all likewise perish. And so when people talk to you about suffering, because you suffer does not mean that you're better than someone or that you're worse than someone or that there's sin in your life that God's dealing with, or that you're being made spiritual. Jesus said none of these things. He said the truth is, if you want to know the truth, except you all repent, you're all going to uh, perish. And so there are a lot of times people mistake suffering, and they call what they call suffering is not suffering, but it's a demonic attack that is pressing them. And if you don't take authority over a devil, he'll have a heyday in your life. And so you better understand the difference between demonic attacks and what God is doing in your life to strengthen you and to help you. And God never tests people with evil, and neither does he use evil things to test us or to prove us, or as some call it, sickness is a form of God allowing suffering to purify us. There's no Bible for that. And Jesus plainly put everybody on the same level here. And he said, just because these Galileans died, it doesn't mean literally that you uh, are better than them or that they were sinners worse than the rest of the Galileans. He said, because I'm telling you, if a man or a woman won't repent, you're all going to perish. And Jesus knew how to put it on level ground because the cross became level ground. And janitors in general stand there together. And there's no such thing as second-class citizens in the kingdom of God. Everybody is somebody to Jesus. And then the Bible tells us, the Lord goes on to say, or those 18. He starts talking about others that have suffered death, problems. 
or those 18 upon whom the tower in Siloam fell. A tower fell. And Jesus said when the tower fell and slew them, do you think it was because they were sinners above all men that dwell in Jerusalem? I tell you no, but except you repent, you shall all likewise perish. Well, we've had some towers falling, but they didn't fall because there were sinners in the building. Are you listening to me? But the mercy of the Lord is new every morning. And the problem we've got, we've got unbelieving ministers in pulpits and on television telling the world that the reason why that these things are happening against America is because of our sin. But God already judged sin on the cross of Calvary 2,000 years ago. And if you want judgment on sin, repent, or you will perish. But if you want to be free from sin, turn to him who is the blessed Savior. Hallelujah. God didn't need Calvary and cancer to make you whole. God doesn't need Calvary and the destruction of a building to bring revival. But God moves according to his word. And God's not in the business of killing children or destroying men and women, but God is in a covenant with man to heal and to help. Hallelujah. So do you think because of those 18, because a tower in Siloam fell and slew them, do you think they were sinners above all men? Jesus said, I'm telling you no, but except you repent, you shall all likewise perish. He spake also this parable. A certain man had a fig tree planted in his vineyard, and he came and sought fruit thereon and found none. Then said he unto the dresser of his vineyard, Behold, these three years I come seeking fruit on this fig tree, and find none. Cut it down. Why cumbereth it the ground? It's just taking up space. Get rid of it. And he answering said unto him, Lord, let it alone this year also, till I shall dig about it and dung it. And if it bear fruit, well, and if it not, then after that shall uh, thou shalt cut it down. Jesus is teaching a parable. He said, if something's not working, put the manure to it. And if that doesn't cure it, I say I ain't got any help in here tonight. Eh? <laughs> then cut it down. And if it bear fruit, verse 9, well, and if not, then after that shalt, thou shalt cut it down. And, a, and he was teaching in one of the synagogues on the Sabbath. And behold, there was a woman which had a spirit of infirmity 18 years and was bowed together and could in no wise lift up herself. When Jesus saw her, he called her to him. And said unto her, Woman, thou art loose from thine infirmity. And he laid his hands on her, and immediately, immediately, that's the working of miracles, immediately she was made straight. If Jesus can get his hands on you, you'll straighten up too. She was made straight and glorified God. And the ruler of the synagogue answered with indignation because that Jesus had healed on the Sabbath day. And said unto the people, there are six days in which men ought to work. And them therefore come and be healed. And not on the Sabbath day. But the truth was, that fellow wasn't even getting them healed on the other six days. The Lord then answered him and said, thou hypocrite. 
Jesus knew him. Doth not each one of you on the Sabbath loose his ox or his ass from the stall and lead him away to watering? And ought not, everybody say ought not. Say ought not. Jesus said, ought not this woman, being a daughter of Abraham, whom Satan hath bound, lo, these 18 years, be loosed from this bond on the Sabbath day. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. Hallelujah. In verse 22, he went through the cities and villages, teaching and journeying toward Jerusalem. And the thing that I believe that God is speaking to his people now is that we need to be reminded of a covenant that God has made with us. When Jesus goes into this house of God and he deals with the unbelief of the ruler of the synagogue who wouldn't even pray for the sick the other six days, let alone the seventh of the Sabbath, and Jesus has to rebuke him because he is in the wrong, and Jesus brings deliverance and help and healing to a woman, he reminds them it's because of a covenant that Abraham had with God. Now that's New Testament, but Jesus goes back into the old covenant and pulls it forward into the new and tells us whatever God's promised, he's still doing, and God doesn't change his mind. Turn to your neighbor and say, God hasn't changed his mind about healing. Come on, shout and say, God's not changed his mind about healing. And say, God's not changed his mind about healing you. Hallelujah. I want to thank every one of you that are listening to Faith Alive Radio Network. I'm excited about this, and I am looking for people to stand with us on a monthly basis as partners to help us take the gospel of Jesus Christ around the world. I've used this saying for many years, our cause is Christ, our compassion is for souls and our commitment is to the world and no matter what nation of the world that you're listening to this faith alive network whatever nation you're in you are a part of god's end time plan jesus taught us to go out into the highways and hedges and to compel people to come in and by your support as a partner you can help us do this If you'll go to www.tedshuttlesworth.com forward slash give, you can sow a gift today to help us.